hands up if you've ever done a vision board. I'll be honest, I've done a few, and truthfully, some of them have amazed me at how far I've come. But maybe you're feeling a little skeptical about vision boards and you don't know where to start. Or maybe you've created some and you're still waiting for your life to look like your vision board. So often, I find we get stuck in either left brain thinking with no room for creativity, feelings, and magic, or so stuck in the brain where we're spending so much time creating that we don't take action on what's going to allow us for our dreams to actually come true. Today's episode features Kaz Gaddis, a personal power coach, and we're talking about vision boards and how to create the right dance between your left and right brain to create the life you desire. This conversation is a blend of the two things that I like to call myself, a blend of woo and do, the left brain, the right brain, the science, and the spiritual. Kaz and I had way too much fun recording this, and I know you're going to love what a soulful, funny, honest, real, and powerhouse of a woman she is. In this episode, you're going to hear how to shift what you're doing now to live more aligned with who you want to be, and in turn, live successfully based on your definition every day. So listen up. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Golden Girls Podcast, where we believe you can have it all. I'm your host, Lisa Michaud, and I'm spilling tangible tips, goal-getting strategies, and real-life stories to inspire you to tackle your biggest dreams. You're a woman who knows you're made for more. Get ready to leave the excuses and self-doubt behind by being vulnerable, sharing your truth, and having honest conversations so you can succeed on your terms. Together, we'll set goals you'll actually achieve by staying motivated, having fun, and building a community of women empowering women. It's time to tap into your best self, get confident, and truly have it all. Golden Girl, let's dive in. Hey there, Golden Girls. Thank you so much for joining for this episode. I am super excited to be joined today with Kaz Gaddis. Kaz helps moms rediscover themselves so that they can lead an intentional life with impact at home and as more than just a parent. She's a personal power coach mixing energy leadership practices and holistic business mentoring for those of us wanting more clarity, greater connection to ourselves, and the life that wants to be lived through us. Plus, get the much-needed mental energy boost we need as we adventure through hashtag mom life and whatever our more is. You're going to want to connect with Kaz, trust me, at More Than a Parent Collective, her free group for moms, and raising kids as a biz and video sorry, a biz video podcast, both at kazgaddis.com. And I'm super excited to have her. Thank you so much for being here, Kaz. I am so excited to be here with you and just share in this time together and all the juiciness that we're about to talk about. Awesome. Yeah, it's going to be juicy. Okay. And I want to just quickly say this before you think, okay, this is just for moms. Like, yes, Kaz, yeah. you're, you jam on. You have amazing resources for moms, but this really is for everybody. Like this is, is for anyone listening, what we're going to chat about. Uh, so tell us, tell us your story. How do you end up being a personal power coach and do all that you do? Yeah. And so we were just having like the best time ever <laughs> chatting right before um, sharing with you all. And really the way that I started was um, I was that left brain person that was doing the things and then wondering why the things weren't fully coming to fruition or that they weren't like happening in my life the way that I thought it would. And so I realized through a lot of ugly crying, um, I was having a lot of issues connecting to my purpose in life, in the moment in my life, right? It's always an, a constant evolution. We're always ever changing. Um, but in that space, I realized that the direction I was going wasn't the direction that would best serve who I was becoming. And then I had to really learn and lean into surrender, which was never even in my vocab before. 
And this was all even before kids, because that was like a whole level of surrender in addition, because that wasn't even part of my life's plan. Like kids honestly just scared me so much. <laughs> they still <laughs> scare me and I have one. <laughs> this is true. They scare me and I have two. Um, so yeah, so they definitely um, scared me, but it was because, and I didn't know at the time, it was this duality of, I didn't want to, again, our parents did the best that they could, right? With where they were, but my parents chose their businesses over me. So I wasn't raised by them. And so I say that because that was stopping me in my success and my own relationship with my self-worth throughout my entire life until I stumbled upon coaching and was coached and then eventually became an energy leadership coach today, helping people be empowered, be ignited or reignited with their own personal power and how they are truly showing up to life, whether that's professionally, personally, the whole mix, it's all one, right? And so that's that's how this came about. And um, just to say really quickly, the whole mom thing, the whole mom thing, if you would have told me three, four years ago, so you'd be a mom and you'd also serve moms, I'd be like, you got jokes, but like apparently God did. And no, it, it's been a beautiful adventure, but it was not even where I thought I was going because of my life story and all like the ups and downs. I feel like motherhood magnified and showed more of that to me. And my kids are mirrors of everything that I am and life back to me too. And I was like, whoa, we need to have these conversations, right? We need to like empower these moms so that they can still be what, what they need to be and who they need to be for their families and not forget themselves. Mm. So how, how do you do that for yourself? Like, what do you think is the biggest thing that's helped you do that? for your life because, I mean, it's a pretty big difference going from, I don't think I want to have kids. And we're not talking about like, you know, as a teenager, you didn't want to have kids. Like just a couple of years ago, you didn't want to have kids. And I, now you ended up with two. Yeah. That happened fast. So yeah. <laughs> what is the biggest thing that's helped you be that way? Yeah. It, it's honestly been, I've invested a lot into other coaches way before I even um, knew that I was going to be a coach or that I even wanted to. And so that in itself, that personal development, whether or not you invest in someone to coach you or you start doing different exercises, different experiences, getting outside of your box, right? Um, like I went to an ashram for my birthday right before having kids, before I even knew I was pregnant. Funny thing, the yogi master guy, because apparently I'm really good at like official titles here. Um, he was just like, oh, you will be pregnant soon. And I'm like, you got jokes, sir. <laughs> like <laughs> literally a month later, I was pregnant. So like he was onto something. It was just very wow. weird. Um, we had really great conversations and en enlightening conversations, um, truly. But what I, my goal in sharing that or my purpose in sharing that now is that was something unlike I had ever done before. And even stepping outside of your daily routine, it doesn't have to be this big thing of going to an ashram. It could literally be waking up 15 minutes before your kids or taking your lunch break for you at work, right? Versus like the connecting with other people and just going somewhere and sitting and doing nothing and mm -hmm. being in that present space by itself. It's amazing what you can learn about yourself when you give yourself space to just be. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, you just dropped so many great things there. Um, like right away, I'm thinking of like the person who is like, yeah, but I got stuff to do. Like I'm busy. I am already tired. How do I get up earlier? Or how do I – I can't take a lunch break. I 
I suck at meditating, thinking all of these things, which I am, can admit that I've been guilty of thinking and doing a lot of these things. And I see Kaz got her hand up here too. <laughs> and probably everybody listening is probably nodding their heads right now. So what do you say to that person who's thinking that? Because I think that she was probably you at some point. Totally. <laughs> On some days, she still is. Let's be real. No, I would say I have super embraced and I would invite her listening in to super embrace imperfect action, like imperfectly perfect action for you. And that could also be like just being present and doing nothing is an action, right? Because it's it's a choice. And so even if it feels hard to take the time because it feels like there's not time, ask yourself, how true is that? Because so I work with moms um, exclusively now for about a year and a half or so um, in, in my coaching practice. And actually, that's not true. I have a couple of gentlemen who are like, hey, I know you work with moms. But but anyway, when I interviewed moms before I created my coaching practice, I spoke to over 100 moms for an hour each, like deep interviews. All of them, if not like 98% of them, were so exhausted and they all mentioned two things that every, everybody said. I'm like, did they listen to the last interview? Um, one, they were so tired, so they would go to social media at the end of the night to try to escape, and they would just mindless scroll. And then that didn't support them. Then they were more exhausted. The whole comparison, because you're exhausted, you're more emotionally open and not always to all the emotions you want to be open to. And then you're doing the scrolling thing, so that's not supporting you. Then you go to sleep to do the whole thing again, but was that fulfilling? And then the second part that they were saying was because they weren't taking the time for them, they knew it was there. They just weren't making the time for them because it's so easy, regardless if you have kids or not, like your job, your, your fur babies, if you have them, whatever it is. Meal it, prepping, exercise, all the things yeah. you're supposed to do, yeah. Right. You're serving all those different things, but are you truly then returning that and, and fulfilling yourself so that you can continue to serve others? And so that resentment piece was huge for everybody. And when I asked them what was standing in their way, literally 100% everyone said me, not me, but them. And so the awareness is there. And so now it's just like, so what do you want to do with that? And if you don't want to do anything with that, that's also perfect. It's your choice. Mm. Wow. I mean, <laughs> that's so – it's amazing that so many people have that awareness because not everybody does. Like so often I think – I mean, I, if you Googled right now time management hacks or tips, like you're going to see probably 10, 20 million hits come up there. Right. And the truth is, is that we can't time management hack or productivity hack ourselves out of this, that it does come down to shifting the way that we're being. And not, it's not always about just doing more in the time that we have. It's about doing the right things with the time that we have. Yeah. And it sounds like that's a big part of what you're – what you've learned to do, perfectly imperfect, <laughs> and what you're helping other people do too. Yeah. And I would say it's not necessarily an energy hack, but it's hacking your energy. Ooh, that's good. I like that. Because you, you can't you can't hack certain things. Like you got to um, – you know, I always joke and it's, it's not really a joke, but I say this and people are like, oh, I got it. So like, you know, when you're going through something challenging, sometimes we try to like go around it or we just try to put like the horse blinders on like, it'll pass. We're good. And then it's like growing like a snowball next to you. The thing is you can either pass it and then the universe likes to bring it right back to you. Like even if you look at certain relationships that you keep on finding, they keep finding you, the certain type of person – it's because there's a lesson there that once you go into it and actually go through it, it's not going to come back to you the same way. 
Mm. And like, if anybody's listening to this being like, yeah, I don't believe in the universe or this is not coming back, like, like I invite you to look at your own life because I've also thought this in the past and then I realized I kept having the same bosses, kept having the same bullying bosses <laughs> or I kept having the same kinds of kinds of friends or the same types of even coworkers or mm-hmm. bullies in my life. And that's so interesting that you say that because I, I think – I don't know if they'll – I'm surprised. If you're this one person listening to this episode and you're like, no, I've never had that, like that never comes back to me, then maybe you're like just le- really good at learning the lesson right away. Yeah. <laughs> but I think most people can probably think to something like a, maybe a person or a situation that keeps coming back to you until you learn that lesson. That's so good. Very yeah. true. It's yeah. so real. It doesn't yeah. feel good sometimes during it. But I, I promise that if you lean in to like just really – experiencing the experience and what's in there for you asking yourself, like, what is there that I need to learn or who do I need to become in order to like move past this or to the next level, whatever it is that your situation is. And you do that self-reflection. You you are the energy. You are the differentiator or the, I guess in the sense you're the common character in all of the different situations. So how do you want to change and become more dynamic in your own way, right? And who you are, not that you have to be more or do more, but how do you bring more of you out? Or what do you need to learn about yourself in order to, yeah, to go to go forward? This is such a good reminder because it's really, I mean, even just the example that I gave, like everyone goes to Google first or we go to um, find a mentor or we go to read the next book. But what I love about what you're talking about, and I think this is what you're what you're all about, is helping bring that power back to you about like yeah. how you're interacting, how you're showing up, and how that is then creating the life that you're living. Right. Um, so I think sometimes it's really easy, like if any left brain thinkers or logical thinkers, which I know a lot of you guys listen to this podcast, um, you might be thinking like, yeah, but like I just need to know, just tell me what to do, like what we're saying here and what Kaz, I know you're going to, we're going to go even deeper into this. Like this is about like when you change yourself, everything else changes. Mm-hmm. And like, if you don't think that's true, the next time someone yells at you, show up differently, <laughs> like yell back or be calm in that and you'll see how that changes. Yeah. So, especially if you, so good. I was just going to say, especially if they know you normally yell back, if you don't, they're going to be like, something's different. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. I can see that like visualization. Yeah. And there's a saying um, in like the coach world or I mean, anything with personal development, but if you put your fingers out, if you extend your hands forward, right, your arms forward, you can control and only somewhat even, but you can control from your fingertips back, right? You can't necessarily control others or the environment, the politics, the whatever, you but there are yeah. right. But there are things within yourself that you can. So looking at your circle of influence, sometimes when we try to um, impact others or change others or situations, your energy would so better serve you if you look at how do you need to change or make choices that are different to change the entire story if that's what you want. But focusing mm. inward versus the outward, because then you'll actually see more traction, more opportunity and choice. So, so true. I think this is, and this is like, this is true for any, I mean, this Golden Girls podcast. I mean, we're, I'm talking, I always think about this in terms of like your goal and like what it is yeah. that you want. But this is like, this is like how your day goes, how your morning goes, how, how your, how your boss reacts, how your clients react or don't react, the, how, what people are bringing back to you, who's coming into your network, who's not, how your friends react, your partner, like all of these things, everything. If you pull your energy back to you and focus on you, that's where you can make the biggest impact. So mm-hmm. good. 
Um, one of the questions I want to ask you, because you've spoken about this, but I don't actually know know what you mean by it. Um, you talk about growing up with a duality of like this or that. What what do you mean by that? And how did that impact you? And how does that translate now to what you're doing? Yeah. So um, within my own life, right? When I mentioned that. Yeah. So for me, it was like you either have kids or you're successful and have your own career, right? It's either kids or you. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. It's like <laughs> this uh, big match. And yeah. that's just what happened to me without me even realizing it early on because of what I experienced with my family. Like I legit thought I was adopted. And I remember uh, growing up in Corona, Queens, New York, I would see these big blimps passing by, the Goodyear blimps. And this is going to sound super sad and that's okay. Uh, it's kind of silly when I look back at it now, but there literally were times in the summer where I would look up catch the blimp and I would wave my hands because I knew they had video cameras, hoping that they would catch me and my real parents would come and find me. And I've never shared that before. Um, And it's such a crazy space, right? To, it's not crazy. It's where I was and I was, I was little and I was trying to figure out like, why did my parents not want me around? Right. And again, I love them. I'm actually seeing them in a couple of weeks in Dominican Republic. So it's not like it's just where I was. It's like there's a difference. So backing up from 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 the question, looking at life, there's truth with a capital T. That's like actual universal truth. And I'm not talking about like the universe and woo. I'm just talking about real truth, like gravity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's small T, there's lowercase T truth, which is our truth. And so our perception of life, our reality, our experiences that inform our perception, that's our truth in the world of the real, not real, but the capital truth, right? And so at any time, as you alter who you are, as you go through experiences, as you choose what you want or what you will make out of any situation, you inform that lowercase truth. And so for me at the time, that's where I was at. So I share that because that moment, I look at it now and I was like, so I thought it was one or the other, right? And that also informed, we talked about before jumping onto the show, um, how important worth and belief in yourself is. Belief that you can actually accomplish what you want. Belief that you are who you are meant to be, that you're already on path to your purpose. All of that is so needed, whether you're looking at what your goals are for next year or just this week, even today, Right. And, and truly, how can you attain those? So that duality is, it can look in so many different ways for each of us. I, I know, like we talked about how it looked like for me, it was either this or that in the sense of kids or a successful, fulfilling career or business. And then I realized through time um, in my own career way before the kids, I wasn't raising my hands as much because I had this thought that, well, what if I did one day happen to have kids? I don't want to disappoint myself and get too successful. And that was literally in my mind, even though like it was in the way, like the subconscious, right? It wasn't even, I wasn't even dating anybody, <laughs> uh, you know, like, Hey, it happened to Mary, who knows? Um, but no, it was like in that space of like, well, I don't want to have to choose, right? I, I don't want any human to feel like they've been chosen or not chosen or not been chosen. Obviously <laughs> they'll feel good if they've been chosen, chosen, but it, it was like kind of that space. Mm-hmm. Making that into more of a conversation for us today, though, we all have a duality that we are 
experiencing, whether you're conscious to it or not. You know, when it comes to your goals, when it comes to what life reality feels like or isn't and that kind of thing. One of the other ones we talked about kind of before we hopped on here was like rich people. Like what is your perception of people with money, right? Like is it, you know, can you be rich and be nice or is it you're either rich or you're nice, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like that's that's a really big one there too. Like can you be in love uh, or you could be rich. Like, the, like there's yeah. so many interesting dualities out there. I think money's one that a lot gets tied up in. I think a uh, parenthood is another really big one for sure. Um, and it's really cool to see how, like, that's how you, I, I'm blown away by that's how you grew up is with this belief, this, this lowercase t truth of I can either be successful in my career or I can have children. And here you are now, like literally helping other moms work through that too, because you've had to work Work through that, and here we are with two young kids, doing amazing things with your business. So that's that's incredible. Um, wh- how do you? I know you talk a lot about about motherhood, about how it can be lonely, even though it doesn't feel like it when you can't even pee alone. Yeah, <laughs> it's um, like a weird. It, it's it is a duality within that too, right? <laughs> absolutely, yeah, yeah, totally, totally, yeah. Um, how do you find that like your ability to let go of that duality that, that is can't this idea that you can't have both how has that allowed you to show up differently as a parent and how do you help other moms do that as well yeah so this or anybody is, else with any duality by the way like the yeah. rich poor or whatever whatever's going on i have to work hard this hard to be an entrepreneur i'm going to be a failure whatever that is like there's so many yeah. Well, and going to the last thing you said, I literally remember being at my co-work space years ago in another uh, business that I had full time and realizing as I was looking at other entrepreneurs that like they hired me to help them with strategy. <laughs> and because I was in a marketing space and I was in um, strategic planning, I guess, in a way for their businesses. But then they, they'd get the plan and everything. But by, by the time they got that, they already kind of did their own thing because they were just like kind of like by the seat of their pants and they it worked for them. Right. And when I look at that and I realize my own limiting belief of like, you have to work hard to be successful and like have the long hours, make all the sacrifices, all the things that was stopping me from actually then just being that. And so just wanted to share that because as ambitious people, as ambitious professionals, people that we are um, looking at, like, what is your energy behind what you're believing? And is that really serving you? and your goals that you have for yourself. So to answer what you were saying, though, um, as far as with mom brain is so real, how did it come to be? And can you repeat that? <laughs> I'm like, what did I even say? <laughs> I so I'd like to just we test you mom that. brain. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I was curious about how, like, because you've obviously made this big shift of this being your like that was your duality. And here you are now helping other moms to release that. So how do you do yeah. that? And how do you release any duality that anyone might be going through? Yeah. So that goes back to what is it that you're believing? Like really looking at if it's a duality or if, even if it's more than two different things going on for you, what is each of the beliefs to each of those things? And that goes back to um, when I became an ICF accredited coach and, and went through this year-long program, um, the first weekend, um, this was also before kids, I realized I had a big issue with trust trust in myself, trust in any and all ways, especially trust with potentially kids. And that's what came up for me during that intensive weekend. What helped me was realizing like they specifically when it comes to kids, my example was, man, like, yeah, they come through me, they're of me, but they're not mine. 
So I get to pour into them. Like they're like their own human in this human experience. We're partners. We're here before them. So we get to pour into them and help guide them. But at the end of the day, it's on them to make the decisions and the choices that makes most sense for them or that they want to do based on our time together. And if we feel like we were able to coach them into a way that they'd like, they know the options, then they get to be, it, it took off a lot of the stress from me on like, can I trust myself to be a quote unquote good mom? Right. And that piece for me in that duality was how that showed up. And literally within a month I was pregnant. It's amazing. Um, just go to coaching school. You'll, you know, you'll do all these things. Um, but anyway, so that's what- <laughs> Coaching that school like. and an ashram. <laughs> yeah. And, and it works. And that actually was all the same month it was. Um, so anyway, so that's what it showed up for me. But for anyone looking at like, how do I look at these things? What are your beliefs behind them? Because sometimes the thing that we say that we don't want is exactly why we are or are not doing the things that we really want. So really looking behind the expectations, and that's its own complete conversation. There's spoken expectations that you have with other people, a spouse, your kids, whoever, you know, whoever your team is or people that you interact with. But then the most sneaky ones are the unspoken expectations. And most of those are with yourself. So you feel like a failure. You don't feel like you're worthy. You don't feel like, you know, this is even possible for you, but I'm going to add it to my vision board or I'm going to work on this this upcoming year. But girl, right? Like, let, let's, let's work on that belief piece. Let's work on that energy so that you can actually then like put your energy towards the things that you really want to attract versus feeling stuck. And that's where that duality piece, it's really looking at what's behind that, what's behind your goals, what's behind your fears, mm. you know? Mm. Yeah. So good. I, that, like, that's a massive part of it. I think that so often it's got to be one of the biggest mistakes people make with vision boards is just like, or, or goals. Let's say both of these things. It's yeah. like putting something out there, whether it's on paper or a digital Pinterest board or a vision board or a goals, whatever it is. And then like setting it and then hoping it just happens even though you don't even believe it's possible for you. And then when it doesn't happen, being like, yeah, I knew that didn't work. I knew goal setting doesn't work. I knew vision boards didn't work without realizing that so often it's our unconscious or even conscious limiting beliefs that are holding us back from even taking action and getting started on these things. Or as soon as we have the first hiccup, the first failure, we stop. Yeah. We're like, oh, that wasn't for me. It's a yeah. sign. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything's against me. I can't do this. It's not possible. Yeah. And it, re and it reaffirms those limiting beliefs that we had consciously or unconsciously. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I would say it, it is a dance between the left brain strategy and then the right brain feeling the feels. It may sound super like, especially if you're not in the space of woo <laughs> and it's not even into the, I mean, you could totally go deep woo in this, but it's like the feelings if you step back scientifically based, they talk about how what you think, right? Like your thoughts become feelings that then become actions or inactions. And so if you don't spend time on the feels, if you don't spend time on what is it that you're actually thinking and believing, then it's it's always going to be that like um, disconnect between what you're seeing, right? And, and what you anticipated hoping to see. Absolutely. I think what, one of the things that's really cool, I always often say that I'm a blend of woo and do. I'm like a woo and do coach. Because I, mm -hmm. um, I think it's really amazing how the power of science is like just reaffirms so much of what 
woo <laughs> is. And it's really fascinating because I think like you can – some people you can talk like, – like you just said, they're very scientifically and that's a way to access the exact same thing, which is understand what you're thinking because that drives your feelings, which drives your behavior. Like for some people, they're like, click, that makes sense. Whereas for other people, they're like, that sounds too much. Like, oh, I just need to figure out how I want to feel. Like, oh, I can do that. And like that's an access point there. Okay. So yeah, super interesting. Okay, let's talk about who you're being because I think uh, – I know this is one of the things that you are super passionate about is understanding who you're being. Why is this important? Yeah. So in general, it's important to know who you're being um, and also to pour into that as you can because otherwise you will always be stuck. And what I mean by that is you might achieve success or what your definition of success is, right, in different areas of your life, but it's not going to feel fulfilled and complete in all the areas that you're wanting it to. Um, relationships, you know, your business could be going well, but then, you know, there's all these different pieces. Even self-care is, is a big piece of that. Um, and it's looking at, yeah, like, who is it that you're being? What are the... So as an energy leadership coach, like, I look at seven different levels of energy, that people have in, in their everyday. We all have a mix of all of them at all times, but it's like, what are you believing? How are you showing up for yourself and others? And looking at like, then, okay, well, no wonder if you're feeling, if you're feeling kind of low, right? If you're not feeling super awesome, it makes sense that your output might be seeming the same way. And so if you don't know where you are, how can you know where you're going? right? If you don't know who you're being, it's like being at the mall, the you are here sign. If you don't know where you are, you don't know where and how to get to that other store that you're wanting to be called future self. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So good. This is really timely too because we're recording this at the end of 2020. And literally this week, I've done three workshops on reflecting first on your year. Yeah. Um, again, maybe a little, uh, maybe a little bit more left brain, but like uh, you got to figure out where you are. Cause some yeah. people are just like, Oh, I just want to like, just give me, tell me how to get where I want to go. And it's like, well, we can't figure that out if we don't actually know like what is currently working, what is not working. What are you wanting more of? What are you wanting less of? What have you learned? What are you going to, what's working to take forward and what's not to leave behind? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's so fascinating. Yeah. And I will say with that too. So I've had um, two retreats about a couple of weeks ago for my uh, members club for moms. And in that, a big part of what we did besides like the release, like we definitely had a lot of space for release because there's things that you don't even know that you need to release until you start like talking in the space. Um, But we focused a lot on gratitude because gratitude, speaking scientifically, will actually, literally there's scientifically based um, articles and everything. It rewires your brain, it rewires what you're seeing available. The more great gratitude you have, the more of those things you see. It's like in high school with the punch buggies. <laughs> was it, was, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, my gosh. Like Volkswagen and you like punch somebody. Or, yeah. Maybe all of a sudden all you see yeah. – no, no, no. Then all of a sudden all you see is Volkswagens, right? Yeah. Yeah. So funny. So funny. Yeah. And did we just date ourselves? <laughs> I know. I was like, and we did. That's okay. (laughs) For those listening in, I am an elder millennial. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Me too. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So how – okay. I think as humans, I mean, there's we're always called human beings and yet all we're ever taught is really to be human doings. Yes. What is the difference between who you're – being a human being and being a human doing? Um, And what do you say to someone – listening who's thinking, how do I be different? Like I've never heard this or like I've heard it, but I don't actually understand it. Like 
what is the difference between the doing and the being and how do we get there? Yeah. It's like, it's such a simple response and it's also, it can be such a complicated response because it's a journey, right? Mm. And like, do you ever really get there? You can get to certain levels of it, but you're always, you're not always, but you you can choose. I mean, you're always technically being, right? Because you're alive. Um, But it is a level of experiencing what you need in that moment. And I think number one, simply said, asking yourself like, what do I need most next? Because so many times we're like, well, this needs me and I need to do this and I need to get this by this time. And it's just like all the things. But truly, like, does all of that really need to get done in this moment? And if it does, can you afford a few minutes just for yourself to sit in silence even and just allow yourself to arrive into the space? Like with my meetings, even um, with a lot of my sessions that I have or whatever, I literally have people come in, even if we're looking at marketing strategy and that kind of thing, they come in and we take a minute to arrive in silence together into the meeting, knowing everything else that needs us is waiting for us right after this meeting. But we have a bubble of space in this time, Mm. you know, but as far as like how to start that. So yeah, one is what is it that you really need next? And then two, and we did this right before the, the, the show too, which I super appreciate, is intentions becomes the concrete with all the goal bricks and all the life bricks that you have. If you know and take time in the morning just to reflect on what is your intention, you know, not just the things that need to be done. I'm talking about like, how do you want to feel through this? What would success feel like at the end of the night, you know, or whatever it is, having that intention set of who do you want to be showing up as, regardless of whatever, you know, you could be a um, a cleaner or a, a trash picker-upper because that's an official title. Um, but if you have your intentions of who you're being, man, like all of us remember a loving lunch lady, right? And like their energy, like who they were being made an impact on us. So it's not about the role. It's not about the goals that you have. It starts with who are you being? Yeah, that's so true. I love – that's a great example too. We can probably all think of like a time where we've gone to a store or had a teacher that like – or some even a stranger that just like went above and beyond in some way that wasn't necessarily like a title or something that you could have written down in a concrete way or that's something that gets tallied up on a board at the end of the day or the end of the week or the end of the year. But they made a profound impact. That's such a great way, great way to to think about that. Yeah, especially, I love that. Well, especially for us who are super ambitious, I've always been like an A-type person until recent years when I went through my own transformation with all this. But I really had a huge challenge once I graduated college and then once I became a mom when my professional roles that defined who I was were changing. Yeah. Right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, it can like, – like who you are does not change based on the role you have. It adds to it, but you are full and complete just as you are. And it's so amazing because when we have kids, like we look at babies and we're never like, oh my gosh, this kid like literally doesn't do anything. They don't clean up after <laughs> themselves. They don't feed themselves. They, they don't dress themselves. They don't do anything. And we think they're so perfect and magical and amazing. And then as we grow up, like we don't we don't continue that thought with for ourselves about how like we can just be enough in who we are. And again, that's not we're not this isn't about like going to the mountaintop and being and hoping everything in your life magically right. transpires. But it's about pulling, and I love what you said about this being a dance, about a dance of 
um, the intentions that you set for who you be and how you show up, also with the things that you you do do to progress that goal or clean, clean, you know, clean the table for your kids or wipe their diapers or respond to an, an upset client or deal with someone difficult at the store, like whatever that is, right? Like I think there's that's so much power in that. And I think what you said there really helps. And it's a dance, like you said. It is. And I want to share, this may sound random. I'm full of random things, but they all go towards the same goal. One thing that has been a big impact for everyone that I meet, I love networking. I love connecting to people. And what I've started doing over the last probably three or four years, because I noticed a difference for myself. Like, do you remember when we were little, people would be like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Right? I mean, you, you obviously said personal power coach, right? Yes. Right? Yeah, exactly. I was like, yeah, that's what I want to be when I grow up. Like, that is yeah. the thing. But I'm yeah, like, like, I'm so curious. Like, I bet you nobody, nobody really knows. <laughs> right. But no one really knows. But there's also this amazing magic of possibility. Who do I want to be? And then we grow up and people are like, so what do you do? And oh. you feel so limited. Like, all the air just escaped your body because now, what do I answer? I can't just be like, well, one day I want to. Well, so I, you know, I, I, I sell coffee at Starbucks right? Again, shout out. I totally did that for years. <laughs> like there's, But I'm saying like, you are not just a barista, right? You're not just whatever it is that you are. You're more than just a parent, whatever it is that you are. And so I started when I network with people and connect. And it's it's been amazing just to notice their response to my question. In Spanish, when you say, what um, what do you do, right? Um, the way that I say, or one of the main ways to say it in Spanish is, a que te dedicas, which means what are you dedicated to? So when I meet people, I always ask, what, what are you dedicated to? And it's so fun because of like the energy, you know, the coach in me is just like, let's see how they react. It's like a scientific experiment. Right. And some of people are like, uh, what do you like? What I do? Like, <laughs> it's like this whole thing. And then some people surprise me and they're like, oh, well, I love to do this and I dedicate myself and I'm, I'm a father. I'm, you know, and so it's so cool to open up the space again, to just be like, who do you want me to know? Like, what do you want me to know about who it is that you're being and what you love? And your job can totally be part of that, but you're not just a role. You're not just your goal. You are you. And that is more than enough. Oh, so good. I literally had chills all the way up my spine. And it's so good. Oh my gosh. Okay. I have a few things I want to like add to that if, if you're, if you're okay with it. Um, like I think a lot. Okay. <laughs> I think this is one of the the most powerful things. You know, I saw I went through a really big downturn in uh, in the economy. The whole world went through a downturn in the economy in 2015 and I was in the oil industry, which is where the big, the big downturn was happening. And I had a lot of close friends and colleagues and people that I love lose their jobs. And I remember watching how much they struggled afterwards. And I mean, I don't want to minimize the struggle of the, like, that is a really hot, tough thing to lose a job. But what I noticed, the toughest part didn't seem to be that they needed to find another job and like the job hunt. The toughest part didn't seem to be that they needed money for their families and for their mortgages and things like that. The toughest part seemed like they lost their identity. And that I remember was such an interesting experience to be on the other side of that and to experience it because it just made me see how much we wrap up of who we are with like what we do. And the truth is like that changes so much. Um, and so I think that that was really eye-opening for me and also motherhood from when you like you maybe are 
like you're outputting your and you're also inputting you're bringing in money before you're when you're working but when you become a mom like no one pays you for any of that stuff and that also detaches you from one more label which is like what do you do well i make i make money or i i have this income when you're become a parent like you you don't a lot of the time right um if, if i guess you're you're in america in canada we get our maternity leave for for a whole year where you're really not working usually or 18 months that's amazing. so yeah. It's really – yeah, it, it really is amazing. But it's like such a – all these things are just such interesting labels that we that we attach. And I think that's truly one of the hardest things about losing a job is all of a sudden you don't have that attachment. I think it's one of the hardest things about being – becoming a parent is like you lose that grounding and that, that label. And so it's one of the things I've been really conscious of in my life um, over the last six years is really trying to think like – be who I am without those labels because I saw how it destroyed so many people being attached to being a wife or a mom or a, an entrepreneur or engineer or whatever that was. Um, it's just so big. So I wanted to say that. Um, the other thing I found really interesting, so you you know I live in Vancouver, but I used to live in Alberta, which is the province over. So I'm in BC now. I used to be in Alberta. And this is one of the things that one of my my favorite managers that I worked with, she told me that she used to live in Vancouver and then we both worked together in Alberta. And she said one of the things that was so interesting that she really missed about living in Vancouver is that she's like, in Alberta, when you ask people, what do you do? They tell you their job title. And I think that's probably the case for like 90% of the world. I don't know, actually. I should maybe ask this question more to people. But in Vancouver, she said whenever she asked people, they'd be like, oh, I snowboard or I'm a runner or I you know, surf or whatever. And she said like it was really interesting how um, in certain places, certain cultures, certain spaces, people are more apt to telling you who they are outside of work. And I mean, there's another level, by the way, even like I'm a rock climber, I'm a an athlete, I'm a yogi or whatever. Like there's even attachment to that. That's still a label. So we're still not quite getting to the essence of who you're being and who you are. But I guess even just there, I think there's an interesting distinction between like you are just so much more than just your job or just your title. And it's important yeah. to, to say that. Well, I think especially if you're listening to this podcast and you are having these goals for yourself to like leave your job or to advance in that. I think words have so much power. Well, I know words have so much power. And so when you allow them to express what is most important to them versus just the job role that they're in, it allows them to bring it more into the reality, mm -hmm. right? Because they're, hey, I'm working on this, you know, like whatever with that. What you just mentioned with um, identity is spot on. At the end of the day, that is um, what energy is all about. It's like, what are you identifying as and how are you moving through that? You know, are you seeing yourself as a victim? Are you seeing yourself as a person that just has all this anger at the world? Are you looking at things as like, you know what, I, I'm a peacemaker. I just like to rationalize everything and every, you know, everything's fine. We're fine. Everything's going to be okay. Right. Or are you a nurturer and you're so attached to that identity that you give so much of yourself that you have nothing left for yourself at the end of the day, or sometimes even at the start of the day? Right. And I can go forward. These are all the different energy levels that I was referring to that I that I work in. It's like those can become identities too. But once you have the awareness, it's perfectly fine if you still identify with them. It's now your choice because you have the awareness. Now you have the power of choice to choose because there is no good and bad when it comes to energy. It all just is. And so it's choosing how do you want to show up in whatever it is that you're feeling. You can be angry and still show up seven different ways within anger. 
And so it's looking at at all of that. Um, and then the last thing um, I was at a share with what you were saying. So with those people who were in those transitions, and we're always in transition, either just getting out of a trend- transition, about to go into one, right, in life. So there's the identity piece within the transition. There's also um, this big, I think, kind of dynamic with safety and the grounding piece you mentioned. And when you look at 2020, because that's been like a decade in itself, <laughs> right? So, so many people, regardless of how it actually personally went for you, for some people, it's gone really good. And they have so much guilt in sharing that because everyone else is like, oh my God, that's here, right? And so it definitely has been a year regardless. And with that, it's also allowing you to see like, you know, safety is all what you make of it. And it's kind of in your head because it doesn't really exist. So now that we've gotten that out of the way, now that you realize safety is not what you thought it was, cool. Like, let's move forward. Safety was never really there. It was in our head that it was there. And now that you know that, what do you want to do about that? Who do you want to be now that you have that? Permission, almost in a sense. And then the third thing with that, so we talked about identity, the safety piece, permission to change. I have had clients that I've been working on with their business and also too professionally, how are they showing up in life and their business? And a lot of them have been so um, apprehensive about dreaming for next year because they don't feel it's literally, they told me, you know, Kaz, I don't feel like it's safe to dream. Like why even with everything that's happened? And it's just like, yeah, that makes 100% like any human being on this earth, regardless of, you know, like it makes perfect sense for you to feel however it is that you're feeling. And it's just like, what do you need next? Maybe it's not to do a vision board, right? Maybe you just need to release some of that stuff that's no longer serving you. So let's work on that. Maybe it's really going into who really are you now? Because when was the last time you really sat and knew who you are in this space and what your purpose is that you want to create. Or if you believe in finding it, like, where are you with that? And then it's like the goals. It's looking at all the the things. So anyway, my whole point with that is looking at a permission to allow yourself to dream and then permission to change at any given point, any moment in time, you have the choice to keep going or to change. There's no right or wrong. It's what's right for you. And you Mm. decide that. So good. I feel like that's another probably one of the dualities that people get stuck in is like if I'm committed to it, if I quit, I'm a quitter. It's like sometimes things just change. Sometimes things just change. And I think that it holds – I think that holds people stuck too. So thank you for that permission to, to dream and permission to change. So good. Yeah. Okay. So we are like 45 minutes in and we haven't even talked yet about vision boards. So let's talk about vision boards. <laughs> um <laughs> Talk to us about envisioning and vision boards. Like how has that – tell me about you. How has it helped you? Yeah. And then we'll talk well, about some some more stuff. Some more for sure. Things. And I will say all of this is talking about vision boards because at the end of the day, the vision board, whatever that looks like, whether it's a digital form or a physical or it's just like a sheet of paper with bullets, it's just pouring out who you are and what you're wanting of. And it's looking at the dynamic of what you're believing in the truth that you're living, right? And you get to, to alter all that. So all of this has been perfect with that. So everything we've been saying is the essence of the vision board. Yes. Even though we haven't been talking about the actual Pinterest board or the actual cutting out things on gluing them on a piece of paper, this is all envisioning. Thanks for yeah. thanks for grounding that. I love it. Yeah, no, for sure. Because that's the thing. It's a lot of people either don't do vision boards. So I did about um, 175 people I surveyed on vision boards this past month. And half of them had never done one more because they didn't even know what it was. Um, and then those that did it, they liked it because it was fun and collage or, you know, they actually got things out of it because they did more strategic planning with it. Most people 
most people don't do a lot of planning with it. So it's more than just a collage of items, images, and wishes. Um, and really it encompasses, at least the way that I teach it, it encompasses everything we're talking about. You have to start off with who you are. Then you can go into like your why. Then you can go into like the how. But even with the how, being open and having wiggle room, because life is, you know, life is life. You change too, and it'll all come through. It's just like this whole process. So anyway, so um, as far as like what vision boards are, was that more of what you're wanting to yeah, what vision boards? Yeah, and like, do you have any stories of your own creations of vision boards and what that looks like for you? Yeah. So um, to address really quick, if you have never heard of a vision board, it's essentially some sort of way to visually represent what it is that you're working towards having, being, experiencing, doing all the things. Um, it can look as something as wide as like your life plan. What do you want to have in your lifetime? Or it can get as specific as like this week, this year. You could literally do a vision board for a week if you wanted to, if you have something going on. Um, I also like to look at who are you wanting to be. And so you can have a whole vision board just on who are you being? How are you showing up? What are people seeing you as? And so anyway, so that is the vision board in itself. And then as far as um, how it's shown up for me, as far as with my own visions and and mm -hmm. that kind of process. Um, yeah. So I've been doing vision boards for probably almost a decade and everything has come out to be except for like the big ones, right? Like, like the yacht one day and like the, <laughs> the beautiful house, like that's like super million dollary and all the things and all the maids and cooks and all the people, um, all of that is coming, you know, stay tuned. Um, but as far as what I really wanted and what was really behind those images or those desires up to this point have all come out, wow. you know, and some of them are in process but life is process, right? Like we are in a process. And so um, it's really, again, it's, it's going back and starting off with what you want and then doing the strategy piece before even doing the, the visioning, imaging piece, if that's something that, that you're wanting to bring into. Mm -hmm. So I was going to ask you what the most common mistakes are. I'm going to see if I could pull out a few that you've already kind of touched on and see if there's any others that you also see. But what I'm hearing is that like a lot of people like don't either don't know what it is or they like go straight to just like some pretty pictures <laughs> um, and they just make it fun and then they don't actually – or then also they don't come back to it or think deeper on it. Um, what do you – what other mistakes do you see people making with vision boards? Number one is your image isn't on your vision board. Like, so, like, like I should have a picture of me on yes. my vision board? Yeah, because otherwise you're just envisioning a dream, but where are you in that? Oh, I'm like the six-pack ab millionaire with the <laughs> shaft link in my, in my spa <laughs> robe. That's yeah. why I'm on. <laughs> I love that vision. Um, and you're also perfect as you are right now, right? But yeah, no, it's having an image of yourself, whether it's a Pinterest board and you just upload a picture on your, uh, you know, of you on there, or if you're actually doing a physical board, whatever it comes out as, is having you in that conversation. Because otherwise, it's still then a dream. Where are you in it? The, okay, that's um, good. That's so good. I've never yeah. heard that before. And I've done my fair share of vision boards. I love that. That's great. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Then two other things is um, revisiting it right? Like, and, and the second part to that, um, so it's just two things. It's revisiting it and having dates attached. Ooh, okay. Talk to me about this. Okay. So uh, yes, I feel like, and this, uh, what I love about this, and I'm sure we'll talk about it a bit more, but like, there's so much alignment with this with goal setting too. Like there is with yeah. vision boards and with goals. I feel like people think it's an instant pot. Yeah. It's not, you don't set them and forget them. Like you have to actually come back to it. 
Every day. Yeah. yeah. So for example, um, for those of you listening in and either if you've done them before or haven't, um, I have a product and it's called Vision Board in a Box. And I know we were going to chat about this a little bit later, but in that, it's a mix of like the affirmations, like the the self-development piece. And then there is the strategic planning piece. So we talk a lot about meta planning and looking at like, what is your life plan? And then what does that look like 10, 5 next year, right? Next quarter. What is that goal that you have? How does that actually come to fruition? And then um, I even have like built into it quarterly happy hours that we can come together and look at like, what is it that you were wanting? How did it go so far? How are you showing up in that? And now that we've recalibrated and reflected, what's next? What are you bringing into the next 90, 90 days? And again, even if you don't decide to get the product, that's perfectly fine. Do that for yourself, though. Set calendar dates for yourself to have and to reflect. If you could do this daily, at least minimally a couple times a week. Otherwise, it's just going to be a collage somewhere in your closet or maybe on some wall that you become desensitized to because you see it every day. But are you actually experiencing what it is that you're wanting every day? So good. Yeah. Awesome. I love that. Um, for the record, I have a lot of Bora Bora pictures on my vision board and I am currently not experiencing that. I am in rainy Vancouver, but I know it's coming. <laughs> yeah, but you know what you could do is you can put on, like you can look at like some music from there or look at some some pictures of when you were there right? As yeah. you're looking at your vision board or even in your mind, right? Like envisioning that and seeing yourself back in there, it brings that experience, those feelings. It, got, it all goes back to the whole, right? Like the thoughts and the feelings to then experience it again. Yeah. That, uh, that's 100% it. I'd love – yeah. So much yes. Like one of the things that this morning my husband and I went and we did a little swim together like because that's something that I would do on vacation and my vacations may not be looking the same right now, but like I can pull a little piece of that into today. Yeah. Um, and that's like one of the biggest things too that I always share with people is I'm like, if you know how you want to feel, which is the foundation, whether it's a vision board or your goal setting, if you know how you want to feel, there's always a way that you can feel that way, a little piece of it every single day. And yeah. that's what's exciting. That's what's motivating. That's what's like, instead of like, like, look at you. You're still loving life. You don't have the yacht yet. You don't have all the staff yet, but you're going to, and you're having fun and you're living on purpose and you're, you're being this incredible, awesome human. And those things will come that will happen. Um, and the best part is this journey on the way there, this dance on the way there. It's not always just about the yacht. Otherwise, like, wait, like everybody, like, are you just guys just going to be miserable for the next 20 years or 30 years? Right. Like, that's not, what the heck is the point in that? Like, right. yeah, it's not worth that. So yeah, it's definitely about feeling the way you want to feel and creating those moments every single day. Yeah. Life is not a waiting game, right? You live it now. Yeah. I just, that's I, good. I just came out. I know. I was like, I was, right. I was like, okay, say that again. <clears throat> let me clear my throat. <laughs> Life, more official. Right. <clears throat> I feel like singing, but then I can't. So anyway, um, life is not a waiting game. It's meant to be lived now, right? And that's why like um I really believe in like vision unboxed, living unboxed, living now, the life that is in you that wants to be lived through you, that you're just like, oh, not yet. Oh, it's not time. Oh, we're not ready, you know, we don't have this in place yet. Like, you're the only one saying that to yourself. You're the one limiting yourself and the potential, the potential impact that your goals, your dreams of who you will be would have because you're telling yourself right now, no, let someone else tell you no and still do it. <laughs> Don't tell yourself no. 
I think that this ties to maybe something that you've said before, which is women should be ambitiously grateful. Yeah. Can you speak to that? What does that mean? Yeah. So that was like my whole, um, it was just, just came up to me um, last month in November um, as like my campaign for life. <laughs> and I had it on social and everything. And it was just, yeah, being ambitiously grateful. It's like you can totally be grateful and be ambitious at the same time. I had so much of my professional career where people would tell me, oh, yeah, yeah, no, you asked for too much. You should be grateful with what you have here. And I'm just like, says who? Like, I am grateful. You know, and and then sometimes they would hush me at work because they're like, okay, you can have it, but don't tell anyone else because then they're going to start asking and wanting stuff. And I'm like, this is not aligned. (laughs) Like, you know, we should be open to being gratefully ambitious, asking for what we really want. Because again, if we don't ask for what we want, you're not going to get it. Whether that's in a significant relationship, right, with a significant other um, or family member, whoever it is in any relationship, you're not going to get what you want unless either A, you start treating yourself in that, start believing in that, and then also putting it out there of what you want. Same thing with envisioning goals, anything. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just like want to listen to you talk all day. So good. <laughs> so good. Um, I believe in that. I think that's another duality too. Like I see a lot of women struggle with that. I, I don't. I work mostly with women, the odd man here and there, but I feel like we're taught, like you have to just be grateful for what you have. And, you know, you have more than like what 90% of people in the world have just by, if you can log onto the internet, you're better than 3 billion people. Um, And sometimes I think like there's, you can, you can be both. What you said, that's the biggest thing is that like, don't allow that to stop you. Don't allow that to hold you back that like, you should just be grateful. And anytime there's a should, like alarm bells should go off. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, you you can absolutely be both. So I love that. And you're not going to get what you want if you don't ask for it. Well, and here's the other thing as women, what if what you asked for that you wanted for you, maybe you say, oh, you know what? I don't want to inconvenience anybody. I don't want to, I'm okay. Okay, fine. You're okay. But what about like the multitude of people that your ask, that you're saying to life would have changed their life? So when we start taking it from away from us and we start looking at who that could affect, right? You may be listening to this right now and you have this amazing idea for an invention, an event, a business, just a, a way for community to come together. But because you're not allowing yourself, those people are still looking for you and what it is that you have, but they can't connect to you because you're not putting it out there. And so that's where it's like, it's no longer about you. It starts with you, but it's not about you. Mm -hmm. Everything we do affects someone else. Everything that we are can affect someone else, whether it's like in moments and glimpses or stories that they remember when they're older and maybe you're no longer on earth. Mm. Yeah, and those only get to happen if you stand up today and claim that dream, claim what you want, ask for what you want, and then go, go, gosh darn, get it, right? Yeah, because otherwise you're just adding to the most richest place on earth. So Disney might be the happiest place on earth for most people. I'm like the weird person that doesn't always feel like Disney is the happiest. But anyway, so there's Disney that's the happiest. <laughs> I have never been right? with kids, but I can. I like going alone. I don't know. If, I don't know how I like with kids. <laughs> It'll be a whole like adventure. Oh, but yes, yeah, so Disney is the happiest place on earth. But the richest place on earth isn't a bank. It's a cemetery. All these dreams, these unfulfilled businesses, these unfulfilled things, everything, all these ambitious people 
that didn't allow themselves to step into the ambitious piece or into the daring piece, all of that was just left there. Who knows how many inventions and all these other things, these cures for different things we would have had if people said, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to, you know, go to school and do this. Or, you know, I don't feel smart, but let me just see what happens if. Okay. Very humbling to hear that and so powerful. I'm like, I am like, I, I, you guys know I am all about the live your dreams, but this is a great reminder for me too. And so inspiring to be like, yeah, I don't want to contribute my empty dream or the dreams that I never did or the ideas that I had to the graveyard. I want to contribute them today while I'm alive. So that's, yeah, super powerful, super humbling. Okay. So this is all really like big picture. I'm like, yes, I want to go for it. What advice do you have for the woman, maybe even like the moms? And like, this is even for me, like I need to hear this. So speak to me, tell me, Kaz. When life is so freaking hard some days, like being a mom, a parent, a boss, uh, being whatever your role is, all the things that are coming your way, a daughter, uh, a partner, when all these things are coming your way, like how do you actually reclaim your power in the now? How do you do that when things feel really hard? Yeah. <laughs> like this whole year for most of us. Um, I wish there was just a one answer, a simple way to be like, start here, start now. Um, Did you just have I, a magic potion? Because like I, I I, I'll Amazon Prime that over here. Right? Seriously. We'll send one to all y'all. Yeah. <laughs> it starts with coffee. Um, so I've super – so I'm saying all this, right? You guys are hearing me. I am right there alongside you guys in this journey. The reason I say all these things is because I've had a lot of time uh, that I've taken a lot of time to reflect on who it is that I am and all the things with life. Um, and of course, the coach training and all that helps. But um, really, it's just taking time for you. And then the answer is unique to you as well. Truly, what do you need next? If you're in a space that you're struggling with just showing up for everybody else because you're not showing up for you, which, by the way, the more responsibility that you have, the more success you have, the more challenging this becomes. So it has nothing to do with if you feel like, oh my gosh, like something is wrong because no, it's just like there's more. So of course you're going to feel like there's less for you or, you know, because you're pouring out into so many people when you're the nurturer, the provider, the whatever. So looking back, and just taking it back to the basics of having time for you and truly asking yourself, what do I really need? Do I need to hire a sitter, tell my significant other or whatever? I need a night. Like I'm going to go somewhere to an Airbnb, whatever I need. I just need to get away from y'all. I love you guys, <laughs> but uh, mama needs a moment, right? So there's that. And it could just be as simple as, again, like when we started off this conversation, like find somewhere to sit and have coffee, journal, get this ish out. <laughs> I had a like censor myself, but get it out. Like go somewhere that you feel can be a safe space for you, whether it's someone else, a sounding board. If you're not necessarily finding that, you know what the best thing is. And I did this so much. Open your phone, open voice memo, start doing almost like if you're a verbal processor, just journal out via voice what it is that you're feeling. That's step one is to get all that out truly. And then from there, you can go more into more strategic things like doing a massive brain dump of all the things and reconnecting through all this to your intention, reconnecting to your vision, reminding yourself, who are you? And then from there, you can go. I know that this doesn't sound super like hard, do this thing, 
But truly, those are the steps. It's just going to look different for each of us because of our time, where we are, right? All the different things. But that is the recipe that is a rinse and repeat for me, like all the time. Mm, thanks for sharing that. That's awesome. So good. And I think, like, that's so, such good permission. I always say the same thing. Like, I'm not, I haven't had, I don't have it all figured out. I've got it figured out most days, but not all days. And I think the hard days is, probably just so I like, that's where I learn the most. Those are the days where I'm like, okay, this sucks. What can I do to help? And then when I figure those things out, then we can share them with others. So thank you for sharing that. And I I can see how those, like, I'm like, okay, need to remember to go back to it. And it's also helpful to hear that I'm not the only one. (laughs) Anybody listening, you're not the only ones. Like we all have the hard days, especially this year. But I totally was ugly crying on the couch, like just like within this past week. So we're good. Like this is also part of the season that we're in. If you're listening to this as we're starting the new year, this is your subconscious and conscious coming together, reflecting. Even if you're like, oh, I I don't really do that stuff. Yeah, your body's doing it for you. (laughs) So if you're feeling all the things and it's winter, winter solstice is coming, like all these different things um, impacts all of that, the the change of seasons and all that. Um, The last thing that I will say with that um, as well and mom brain is starting to happen, but I'm reeling it back in. One moment, please. Is it- <laughs> I was like, I, it. It, oh, I, was like no. I love it. <laughs> mom brain is like, so here's the thing. I, I want to also say this, like mom brain, I don't want to say this is like a disrespectful thing. Like mom brain is actually, maybe while you're remembering and reeling it back in, like I learned about mom brain, like it's scientific. This is like, there's proof that our brains, when we have children, our brains actually change and we go from being more left brain into more of the right brain, that nurturing, that caring, that feeling, like the, how we respond to other people. Um, that's like literally a scientific change or biological change that your brain goes through. So we're not saying mom brain with like a oh gosh, like we're so dumb or anything like that or anyone of mom brains or moms are dumb. Like, no, no, like our brains evolutionary are amazing and are adapting to allow us to show up for our children and to be who we need to be for them. And sometimes we forget the other things we want to say. <laughs> All the time. And this actually happened before being a mom and I'm like, oh, it won't get worse. Nope, it did. Um, so thank you for that. But what I was going to share is um, sometimes simply giving yourself space to feel. So we talked about processing and releasing like the phone voice memo thing. Um, but literally a couple of weeks ago, I was in such a weird space that um, I literally gave myself three mental days to just be in the feeling. Sometimes we're so quick to want to change it. And it's not about changing it. Let yourself be in it. If you're going to like put on the movies that make you cry, if it's hard for you to start releasing and crying, you know, like, yeah, like that legit has been a thing for me. Cause I'm like, put on something where an animal gets hurt. I am <laughs> in that movie and just like, you know, or Monsters Inc. But that's another thing. I don't know why that movie makes me cry. Um, allow yourself to be in that space to feel it because it's just like those relationships, those past bosses, the, all the things it will come back around if you don't deal with it now. And even if you feel like, oh, okay, it's gone. Is it really? Because it's kind of like, it's, it's like your shadow. It's right with you. And you're just like, man, things feel harder than normal. Yeah. You need time for you to just be in the fields. And then from there, you can see what's next. Right? Yeah. My first coach uh, said to me, sometimes you just need to sit in your S-H-I-T. Sometimes yeah. you just sit in your 
You know what I'm saying? Um, And like that was so powerful because I think I was like always like, okay, but like it happened, like move on, like next, I'm good, I'm fine. But it's like, no, like you actually need to process these things. And another, by the way, if you're looking for a great book on this, I don't know if you've heard of it yet. um, It's on my nightstand. It's called Burnout, 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 Burnout. It's, I forget that the authors I think are Amelia and Emily Nagasaki, or I might be saying their names wrong. I'm probably saying the names wrong. I'll link to it in the show notes. But the book is fantastic because they actually, from a scientific perspective, show like what the impact is of not moving through your emotions and not processing these things. And let me tell you, the answer to that question is things like cancer and irritable bowel syndrome and like real life tangible stuff. Yes. Mm -hmm. That comes (laughs) (laughs) – but it's so interesting how that – like that is what happens when we don't process it. So this is not – what I really love is that like woo and do are coming together. Science is proving what so much of the kind of spiritual world has already known. And it's like, okay. So anyways – Yes to everything you said. <laughs> Sometimes you need to sit in your crap and feel it and release it to move through it. And also check out the book Burnout because there's some more great strategies in there too um, that. that are awesome. Yeah. Okay. Talk to me about manifestation because I I want it. <laughs> like I want to manifest. I've kind of tried it, but I'm definitely not an expert. Like is that something – like how does that tie into everything we're chatting about and what you do? Yeah. So we've talked a lot about the inner work and we've talked some about the outer work and that's like the goal planning, the 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 life plan and looking at what does, what does that look like now and today and, and bring, breaking that down. Manifesting is really when those two things come together. And it also is including belief in yourself. So A, do you believe you're worth it? Do you believe that it's possible for you? Do you believe that you are set up for whatever it is a goal that you want to have? And also, do you really want that goal? Sometimes we think we want something, but then when you really think of what it would entail, what your life would look like and who you would have to be to have a million dollar company or whatever it is that's in your head that you think you want, really asking yourself before you know you take it to the next step, is that really what I want? Have I looked at that holographically? Because otherwise you put it out that that's what you want and then you don't get it. Then you feel bad about yourself. But then you're like, oh, wait, I didn't want that. Okay, cool. Or you cool. get it and you're like, wait a minute. Why isn't this making me happy? Oh, let me just set like a bigger goal because it must be something else. That is like one of the biggest mistakes I see people make. So I love that yeah. you just said that. People set goals without understanding what your life is actually going to look like, what you're going to feel like, how that, what, that's, what the outcome is going to be. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Preach. Keep preaching. Keep yeah, going. You, you <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's exactly that. Um, so manifestation is really, to me, in, in my own definition of it, it's when the the feelings, right, and then the strategies come together. So that's like your left and right brain. And then you're in the flow of doing and being those things. And you do the you dance. Know? It's the dance, yeah. yeah. You guys can't see us, but we are dancing. And we are having a <laughs> – if you just want to dance along with yeah. us, go for it. So good. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of, like, I really feel like envisioning and manifesting and how it comes into being, but also the journey to it, like, it's like trying to dance Zumba. And at least for me, I see the person, I'm Hispanic, I can dance, but with Zumba and then they're doing it, but my left is their right or whatever, it's going to look awkward. And that's okay. That's life. You're dancing. At least you're moving in it versus just being like, oh, I'm not going to try that class. Like, I don't know, you know? So do the dance. It's okay to look opposite to someone else. You're looking like you're going the right direction. So, <laughs> oh, do the Zumba. Do the Zumba. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So, you did tell us a little bit about Vision Board in a Box, but tell us a little bit more about it. Like, 
I know it's your it's your brand new baby. So excited yeah. to share it. Let's hear more. I'm so excited about it. So this is the first year. This will be av- available all moving forward. Like this is like one of my just favorite things. Um, and so it's looking at all the things. Like literally when you go to the landing page, it says vision boards don't work. And then under it, it says, unless you do the inner work and the outer work, right? So the inner work is this, the personal development part. It's like the feelings and the things that we just have been talking about this whole um, episode for you. And then there's the strategy part of like, okay, actionable, time-based, like smarting out your goals, which is like this the whole uh, strategic, measurable, A is for something else. Anyway, Achievable, realistic, time-bound. Yes, all those things. So looking at smarting out those things is, yes, definitely important, but then also looking at like who do you need to be in order to do that? What disciplines, what what things that you need to bring into who you're being and, and showing up to in life in order to achieve that? And then we go into some of the other fun stuff, which is um, – then looking at like, okay, how's it going? Right. And so there's some daily things that they, um, that you'll be able to get and experience as far as different tools, there's visualizations and some meditations in there. And then, um, in order to help you release, because sometimes whether you're starting out the journey or once you set off into your goals, like life happens, right. And you need to release that stuff. So I give some tools there, including, um, a short video series on laughter yoga. I'm actually a laughter yoga instructor. And so that's part of it too, for them to experience something different that also helps them release the things that's not serving you, whatever the stress is, the limiting, limiting belief. We laugh about all that. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and so then, cool. Yeah. And we have the, the, um, the quarterly huddles, right. To be able to really see like, how is everything going and having wherever you are in life, being able to find a group that goes with you, right. So you don't feel alone and you can be like, oh, that happened to you too. Okay. It's not just me. So it's important to have that regardless if you get this product or you make it, you know, you do your own thing, like make sure you find people to, to support you and be alongside you because you guys will be lifting your, each other up throughout the journey. Right. Yeah. So true. Um, so I want you guys to know, I am a huge believer in Cass. Like that's why she's here. I know that she has your best interests at heart. She's such a genuine, incredible person with amazing tips that I'm like, you guys can't see me, but I'm like raising the roof <laughs> over here for her. I just love her. Um, and I also want to be really transparent with you and let you know that I'm actually an affiliate for Vision Board in a Box too. And that means, if you're not familiar with this, that actually means if you buy the link that's going to be in our show notes, that I will get a commission. And I want to just share that with you guys and let you know that I will never share anything or anybody that I don't, you know, I think will serve you in some way and, and help. And I really believe in Cass and what she's doing and yeah, everything you have. So I want to just say like the link is in the show notes and also follow, you know, do follow all the castings because she's amazing. Um, and I, I am a proud partner for a reason. I pick, I pick people that I really believe in to partner with. So I'm really Thank proud you. of that. That means the world. And I'm, I'm super grateful to connect with you and, and partner with you on this too. I will also say, if you're listening in, like you already know the awesomeness that is Lisa and everything that she offers. She has things that are on the goal planning side, right? This vision board in a box, we talked about it a lot before um, connecting to see like what was the difference between what she does and the things that I'm doing or who we are, right? It's not just about who what we do. And so it's really, it's a good starting point if you're wanting more on the energy piece that I can offer. And then I would invite you to really, if you haven't yet, check out the things that she's offering and helping you with the goal setting, helping you with the reframe and reflecting of this year into the next. Because again, at the end of the day, it's like we are the dance. Like we are part of that dance together and we're here to support you. Whichever way you want to go is perfect. And like you get to create your next. So whatever feels like what you need next, do that, be that. 
Oh, that's so good. Thank you. I was like, it was such an interesting conversation to be like, okay, we are so aligned and we are so aligned that we literally say some of the same things and teach some of the same things. So how does it, how can we do this in a way that supports people to help them differentiate and understand the difference between the two? And I love that you said that, like, go check out Vision Board in a Box. Like, take a look at what we're, what we're, what we're doing. Um, and I would say that like, there's, there's no right or wrong answer. Like it's going to depend on, you know, Cass said, what do I need next? Like, what do you need next? What's going to be the most helpful for you? Um, one of the things that we talked about is that I think it's, it's kind of like if you're in pain with your body, like you might see a doctor, but you might also go get a massage or you might go sit in the hot tub. You may go to a physiotherapist. You may work in the, with a nutritionist. Like you may go get a hug from your partner and that makes you feel better. Or like, you know, your, your mom kisses your knee better, right? Like there, these are all all just different tools in your toolbox. And that's, that's really what this is about. Like it's not a this or that. It's not like a, this is the right perfect thing for everybody listening. Go get this or vice versa. Like go to, go to my stuff and go buy my stuff. And that's the only thing that's going to help. Like these are, I guess here we are like breaking down the duality again and knowing that we are creating a dance that this is, these are all tools that you can choose from. And it's a matter of figuring out like what is right for you, what's going to be helpful for you. And, um, the more we, like, I think we're both aligned with this, that we, we believe the more that, you understand yourself, the more that you feel powerful in creating your life, the more successful you're going to be. And whatever tool gets you there, go for it. Yeah. And I will share, um, we talked about, um, I do have a gift. If anyone wants to take the conversation we've had further, that'll be in the show notes as well. And it's a short playbook to help you get more of an awareness of like, where are you and what is your next that you're wanting? And then from there, yeah, that'll at least help clarity. (laughs) Step one is a little bit more clarity. And so you got that. So good. Thank you for sharing that. That's awesome. Yes, we will make sure that's in the show notes. Okay, before we go, also, I like really need to pee. I don't know if you need to pee, but holy moly. I'm, like just going to get real that, there. That's mom life after. I'm so like, when much. do you not? When do you oh, not yeah. need to? <laughs> yeah, that's my, that's my husband's question to me. <laughs> okay, so here's a couple like lightning round questions that I like to ask our guests when I remember, and I remember today, which is exciting. Um, so... <laughs> Mom brain for the win. (laughs) No, I'm cheating. I have notes in front of me to remind me on this. Um, What is a favorite book that you've read lately? Daring Greatly is actually a book I read a long time ago, but I think about it all the time Um, because of the experience. I literally remember myself reading it. So Daring Greatly by Brene Brown Mm -hmm. is a great space to start when you're in the space of like, we talked about like living the life that wants to be lived through you. That will help you if you're just like, eh, it's awesome. Good. Okay. I love that. Thank you. Okay. What advice would you give your 25-year-old self? Keep going. Keep going. Like, don't get distracted or feel like you're not enough. Like, everything you need and are is already in you. So just keep going. You got this. I hope we all – did everybody hear that? Did everyone feel that? Like, that was so genuine. I love that. Oh. If I would have said it to myself, there would have been some explicit words for colorful (laughs) languaging, but um, just keep going. (laughs) Just keep swimming. (laughs) Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So this this is a question that I usually ask my Canadian guests, but I'm curious. Have you ever had poutine or poutine? I heard of it. Okay. But I cannot yet. No. Oh, okay. Darn. Okay. You have got to try it. So it is a Canadian specialty. Fries, gravy, Cheese. Okay. 
you don't seem like your life has just been changed. You need to try it. That's yeah, no, it sounds good. I've had all those things in different other times. Okay. <laughs> and imagining them together does sound delicious, but no, I haven't yet. So Okay. All right. Well, you gotta try it. It's amazing. So I usually ask my guests, do they like cheese curds or do they like shredded cheese? And the answer I'm gonna tell you as a Canadian, as a real authentic Canadian here, the answer is cheese curds. Yes, exactly. Oh, That's the key. Okay, all right, you can stay. Yeah. Sometimes people say I'm actually shocked how many people say shredded cheese, and I'm like, oh it's not the same taste. It's, it's not, not even the same experience. The, 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 yeah, the juiciness. Yeah. I know. It's just – thank you. This is why we're connected. Absolutely. And when uh, <laughs> passport unofficially, I think I think this medicine <laughs> <laughs> totally. Okay, you have to you have to try it. We'll have to get together and have some have some poutine yes. or poutine, depending on what side of the country you're on. Okay, uh, what is a big goal that you are working on right now? For next year, um, it's really growing my members club that I have for moms in a way that is very experiential and big in community. So we started it this year and just up leveling that is like my biggest focus for next year. Mm, amazing. Okay. And what is, what is something you want every listener to walk away with right now? That's such a good question. So we've talked about so many different things today and if only one thing that you were to hear from everything that was said is that you're enough right now. Like literally, if you allow yourself to have the space, you are everything that you need and everything that you will need and want in life. Everything you possibly need in, in general is already in you. It's allowing yourself to connect with confidence with who it is that you're being and going from there on. Like, seriously, my heart is just like, if you're listening to this, I really want you to know that these are not just words that I'm saying. Like, you are just amazing. Once you start realizing that, truly realizing that and embracing that, things are going to align in a way unlike you could even put into words. And it starts with you. And guess what? It doesn't end with you. What you have to give, who you are to give in this world like you are the gift. So like get out of your own way because so many people are waiting for more of you. I'm in tears. <laughs> I feel like I, I might just have to like hit replay on that. I'm like and hugging myself. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I really mean that. Like, man, like we are our worst critics. And we always look at ways, yes, it's about goals. Yes, it's about pivoting and recalibrating and looking at how we want to re-strategize things to make it work. But make sure that you're also looking at who it is that you're being through that. Because if you're not nurturing yourself, if you're just telling yourself how you suck and how you should have done better, like how good is that going to work for you? And mm -hmm. I say that to as much as to everyone listening in. Yeah. You know, it's so real. Thank you so much for that. What amazing words to end on. I can't even imagine how we could end this any better. Um, thank you so much for being here. Before you run off, tell, and I run to pee, tell us where can people find you? Yeah, so super easy, kazgaddis.com. And I'm pretty much everywhere. If you are into TikTok, I'm there too. And I like to try to have fun there. So. I feel like you like you are a fun person. You have fun everywhere. I love that about you. Oh, thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for this incredible conversation. Um, guys, go check out Kaz. Go check out Vision Board in a box and listen to everything she just said, like on repeat. And <laughs> I can't end it up yeah. any better than that. Thanks for being here. And uh, I can't wait to have some poutine together, maybe in the Dominican yeah. Republic. That would be amazing. And thank you for who you're being and for having the space for others because it's making such a big difference. Like I know I see it 
and also like what it's giving back to you and to your family as well. So just thank you for who you are because it's, it's flourishing everywhere. And I'm just, I'm really appreciative for you and for knowing you. Wow. I mean, Kaz and I set some powerful intentions before we started recording this, but she definitely blew those away. There was a a ton of wisdom in this episode, some that are more practical and tangible, and other wisdom that I know you're going to want to take away, reflect on, and apply to your own life in your unique way. That really is the beauty about personal growth, about achieving your goals and vision boards, is that it's a dance. There's no one answer. There's no one perfect direction, perfect path, or perfect steps. And for each of us, it's always evolving. My hope for you today is that you can honor where you are at. That you can start today and align with what you want and who you need to become to make that happen. And through it, to remember your worthiness, that you are inherently worthy and able to make it all possible. One of the biggest messages I'm taking away from today is the powerful message from Kaz, that if you don't live live fully out loud the life that is meant for you to live through you, then it's just going to collect dust at the cemetery with everyone else's goals and dreams and visions that never had a voice to come out. I don't want that for you. You don't want that for you. I don't want that for me. That's just not what our life is about. I feel like today I've really been reminded that today and every day is the time to realign with who we are and who we want to be and in turn live successfully based on your definition and my definition every day. It's possible. And remember that so are you. You are possible. Thank you so much for listening. If something spoke to you, send me a message by sharing this episode and tagging me on social media. If you know someone who would love to hear this episode, please share it with them too. Because I love surprises, make sure you subscribe to the Golden Girls podcast today. It's the only way to find out about bonus surprise episodes and make sure you don't miss a single beat on your golden journey. Thanks again for listening and I will talk to you in the next episode of the Golden Girls podcast.